The law you justify your son, the more power you give to it legally to ride you. A temple was immediately changed from a place of religious activity to a place of supernatural visitation. Why? Because God found it pleasing. But because Ishmael comes from you and I've blessed you and said, whoever comes from your loins will be blessed. I will bless him. But according to my plan and purpose, this is your begotten. It did not make it the house of God because they built it and said, this is the house of God until God showed up. If this clip or snippet has excited you, then yes, there's a place where you can get more of these teachings, vibrant worship, and a company of believers that is after the heart and the mind of God, and just fellowshipping together. You can get us at 53A Main Reef Road, Randfontein. Our Sunday services starts at 10 a.m. every Sunday, and we're just going there to seek the face of God, to love one another, and to just grow together. Ian Ellis, Randfontein. In all you're getting, get understanding. Let's get into it. Ezekiel 47 verses 1 to 12. Um, I don't know if you guys can see here, but just try and follow. Now, this is a vision of Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a prophet of God. Amen? Amen. Ezekiel was a prophet of God. And when you read the books of Ezekiel, Ezekiel's prophecies was more contained. They were prophets whose focus, what God has given them, whose focus were more on specific things. Now, Ezekiel's focus was more on what happening in the latter days. Ezekiel and Daniel's prophecies almost ran together, almost parallel in what is going to happen in the last days. Remember last year when I told you that there's something that's going to happen globally that's going to kick off a whole range of global stuff that's going to happen and we're running towards the end of things coming. We're in the last days, but we're running towards the end. And there's some things we cannot pray away. We can pray as every day that God make it as comfortable for us through it, but God cannot stop it because it means He will go against His word. Now, there's stuff that's going to happen in these last days. And I think after the Easter conference, I will speak more about it. The king of the north, which is Vladimir Putin and the Russians and all these things are starting to get into play for the last stage that is set in the word of God. That's why there's no time to play. We are not living going to the last days. We're living in the last days. We're living almost in the third day, the resurrection of the new and the ending of the old. Amen. Amen. But we'll speak on that. So Ezekiel's visions was very... His visions was almost like Daniel's ones. The other prophets mostly received word, but Ezekiel got vivid visions. I gave you guys an assignment several times to read Ezekiel chapter 1, where you see the vision of the throne room of God. Once you read that book, your worship will never be the same. Because now you'll see what worshiping is when you worship what's happening in the spirit and what's happening in the third heaven where God sits. So read Ezekiel chapter 1 and you'll see the vision that Ezekiel got. It was so heavy for him, Sister Betty, that physically he couldn't stand. He wasn't in the presence, but in the vision. Physically he was on earth, but in the vision it was so strong, his body couldn't carry the amount of revelation. When you read it and ask the Holy Spirit, open up my eyes, you'll read things and it will seem like knowledge, but if you allow the Holy Spirit, it will show you revelation and your worship will be taken to the next level. Now we want to worship God, but we have no desire for the Word of God. What are you worshipping? Because the Word of God opens up who you are worshipping. Let's get into the Word of God. Ezekiel, so Ezekiel was brought, this is the vision, and an angel led him. Please don't run ahead. I'm going to teach a bit, please don't be impatient. This will blow your mind. Then he brought me back to the door of the? The door of the? And there was water. Now water is indicative of life, especially in this context. Life or the flow of the Holy Spirit. Right, don't run ahead of me. Flowing from under the threshold of the temple towards the east. 
for the, for the front of the temple faced east. The water was flowing under the right side of the what? Temple, south of the? What is an altar? It's the place where your sacrifice is placed on. It's a place of worship. Next verse. He brought me out the way of the north gate and led me around the outside of the outer gate where that faces east. Now after the Easter conference, we'll come back and we'll give deeper meaning of what the east and the west and the north. So don't get stuck on it. Just for the purpose of today, we will not go into it. Right. Outside of the, the east. And there was what? Water running on the right side. So there was water flowing from the temple and it was going in different directions. Right. Verse 3. And when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits. And he brought me through the waters. The water came up to where? My ankles. Now what did he do with the, with the levels of the water? He measured it. Right? He measured it. Now the 1,000 cubits is 1.7 kilometers. More or less. Give or take. But that is not as important. But I want to show you something. The next, and it came up to what? Ankle. So he measured it. And also the, the levels of it, the depth thereof, right? Right? Next verse. Again, he measured 1,000 and he brought me through the waters. So Ezekiel in the vision and in this experience, Ezra, he was led by the angel through waters that were coming from where? The temple. Right. Through the waters and it came up to my knees. Right. Was it the same level where he was? So they took him from a place where they saw where the source of the flowing was. And he said, I'm not only going to show you the water and where it comes from. I will take you through the water. He didn't say, stand and watch me go through it. He says, I'm taking you through the water. I'm going with you. And now the levels changed. The consistency of the water was the same. But the levels of depth changed the further they went. Right. And it came up to my knees. And again he measured 1,000 and brought me through. And the water came up to my waist. Another depth in the water. Right. So we measured. But as they went on, Sister Esbury, they did not just go further. They went deeper. Next verse. Again he measured 1,000 and it was a river that I could not cross. Again he measured. Who measured? The man. What did he measure? The, the distance. The distance. How they measured the level, brother Gregs, was the actual experience. That was measured by their experience and existence, not by the line. Now many times you want to measure the depth of the Holy Spirit by what we have in our hands. No, you can only measure the depth by your experience. I cannot borrow you my oil. You have to walk through it on your own. I can take you from this distance to this distance. But the depth is your own experience. I can take you from conference to another conference after a thousand days or whatever it is. But how you measure the depth of the water is your experience, you know. One measured. Both experience. Let's go. The water was too deep, water in which one must swim, and the river could not be crossed. There was a level evil, the angel couldn't take him past. It was too deep. Now the ankle part, we've all been to Durban. And all of us, hopefully, some of us were transhaven beneficiaries. 
some of us were salary beneficiaries. But most of us, or at, at least have been at water, natural water, or let's, let's just say a pool for whatever reason. There's levels in any water mess where you can go in and you're comfortable. That regardless what your level of swimming is and experiences the Eva, you can go in without fear and without needing assistance. But now, the water, this, even though they were at the ankles, he still needed guidance. Because this was no ordinary river. But the ankle level, he could still walk on his own. The knee level, he could still walk on his own. The waist level. But until you go further to a level where you could not cross, the fullness of this river will not come to you. Now many of us came to places where we experienced the flow of the Holy Spirit at anchor level and we got so excited and for years we stood not going further, not going deeper. And we think we know it all. And then God brings in a system Bali, just making an example, not physically in, I'm just making an example. And she gets so excited and such a hunger for experiencing more that she comes and meets Sharon at the level of ankle, Geraldine at knee height where they stagnated for years. It's still in the water, but just a level, they stagnated. And Mbali's desire is so deep that she anchors herself to this man, this angelic being that says, you want to go deeper, I'm with you. And we see her swimming in two years. Whilst others have been at the same level for 25 years. And these ones, instead of following the man, they get an attitude towards the ones that are swimming. And the ones that are swimming are swimming, meaning they cannot hear. So their response to this is different because I cannot hear your disdain. When you're there, Sister Esbury, the things that happens here should not affect you as much because if you're, still, if you're saying that you're swimming, but you're still affected by ankle-level demons and manirkis, you're lying. There's no way that a surfer, Sister Betty, can go into the depths where no one can cross. He's surfing. You are here playing with the waves, coming in, going out. Ooh, 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 crack a crack nut. Do you think as deep as the surfer is, you'll be affected by your childishness here for him to be affected by your childishness here and Janet he should not pretend he's there he's here there are different expressions at different levels so this angel took him deeper and deeper check what's what's the next one verse 6 he said to me son of man have you seen this one thing to tell him do you understand when you go and study what Hebrew means with this did you catch the revelation of what you just experienced? Like did it sink in? Because many of us have gone in services and experiences where we've been here. And we run back to the show excited but it's not been in our spirits. Because once it's been in your spirit, you'd never want to come here again. You may come to fetch others to say, hey there's deeper things. But not to come and play play here. Why, if I can serve what I want to come and play with Sister Betty? Ooh, so lekker you with Durban. Hi, boy, you can't be the base of 
you get what I'm saying? What affects you and your response to it will show us what level you're in. Let's read on. Have you seen this? Then he brought me and returned me to the bank of the river. Now check what this flow also brings to what? The community. When I returned there along to the bank of the river, there were many trees on one side of the other. Right, next verse. Then he said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region, goes down in the valley. What is valley? A low place. Right? Valley speaks of depression. It speaks of a low place. It speaks of a place that does not get a lot of the elevation, obviously, naturally, that it does. But valley speaks of a low place. Now we go through the what? Valley of the shadow of death. It speaks of the absence of good life. Now this river even goes to those depths. Right? It says, goes down in the valley and enters the sea. It goes into a deeper mess. When it reaches the sea, the waters are healed. Waters of the sea speaks of what? Saltiness. But now it says when this river goes into something that looks bigger, it heals it not because it is much more than the sea, but because its quality is better than that of the sea. Now many times we flow in the spirit, we flow and then we come to something that looks bigger than us and we want to swim back. No, if you know what's in you, you are able to heal situations that yes. looks bigger than you. Yes. Amen. Next verse. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the rivers go, will live. Every living thing. Does it make sense? Because it didn't say everything that is dead. It says every living thing. Now the life the rivers bring is the Zoe life of God. It is not just existing. When you come into contact with stuff that is just existing, when the river flows there, it gets the life of God. It means that when we speak of no, we, we don't just want religion. I'm not saying abandon what you know. I'm saying once the Holy Spirit hits you, it is like Paul saying that what I knew, I consider as dung. For the knowledge of Christ. It means the life of God, brother given, takes over everything you thought you knew about God. Every living thing. It does not say everything. It says living thing will love. What does it mean when it, it will love when it's already alive? doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense when you understand it. It means the ex small existence that something had, whether it's a marriage, finance, business, when the life of this river reaches its every, it starts prospering. Because I'm tired of just loving. In your heart you want to go somewhere. When you look at your salary, you cannot go. In your heart you want to do something, you cannot. You're not, we're not loving. Because the life of God speaks of abundance. It does not speak of, of, of capitalism or greed. No, it speaks of that there's no limitations around it. Many of us are so close to the edge of financial ruin. And yet we praise God. But sometimes at night we're like, Yeremau, wander noch. We are loving things. And we need to love. Does it make sense? Let's read on. It says, there will be a very great multitude of fish. What does it speak of? It speaks of when you're in ministry. Evangelism. It means people will be attracted to you because of the favor. Whether as souls or whether as partners, whatever it is, multitude of fish speaks of what? It speaks of the word of God coming to life and bringing prosperity. Peter said, with all his experience, they tried all night to catch fish. They struggled. But then Jesus said, let down your nets into the deep. And they did it. And Peter said, at what? Your word. I will. And what happened? A multitude of fish came. What was the river then? It was the spoken word of God. Many of us have had prophecies. It's not coming to pass. The fish here speaks of the word of God manifesting in your life. We know how to do it. We know how to sing. We know how to play. Where are the fish? Where's the prosperity? All we see is lack, Pastor Clayton. 
all these things. And God says, there's a river that is not flowing to you. Or if it's there, you are still playing because this river does not discriminate. It depends on your want, you wanting to go. And you're not going alone. You will not drown this man that we'll speak of now that goes with you. Make sure that you are apt for the next level. When he saw that at ankle level, it was good for him. He measured another, took him further, also deeper. When he was good there, measured again, took him further. God will not put you at a level you're not ready for. When they assess that you are still not good enough for knee length, he will keep you at ankle length until you stop playing and wanting more. When you want more and there's capacity for more, they will say, now you are ready, let's go to knee length. When you are ready there and you're not excited and satisfied with that level, they, this man will not lead you till the next level. If you're not ready here, then you will drown. So if you are ready here, and they, are you ready? Let's go deeper. And you go. And your level of readiness will determine the level of depth, depth that God allows you to go in. The unwise version said, borrow us some of your oil. Same thing. And he said, if we give you our oil, what will we do? If we swim on your behalf, how will we reach where we need to reach? Paul wrote to the Corinthians, he says, the old Israelites, why they were disqualified by the Greeks, all of them drank from the same spiritual drink, the rock, ate the same spiritual fruit, but food. Everybody got um, um, coils, everybody got manna, but with some of them, God was not pleased because their level of understanding did not please God. And God says some of them cannot go into Canaan. Canaan is near lack of plague, just for lack No, there's abundance, but there's greater things you'll face. If small and yana demons defeated you in the wilderness, the giants of Canaan will kill you on the first day. So God saw Joshua and he saw Caleb. He's like, these ones are ready to swim with me. The other ten were disqualified. And God said, for 11 days, you could have reached the promised land. My mindset, Greg, is not ready. 40 years, I will process you. And if you're not ready, I will kill you. Because you'll have now met the plank slumbery giants. You'll come in and say, we are the people of God. And on the first day, you start falling for temptation. We're eating the name of God. That's why people are saying, as yoga Christians, oh, I've seen them before. God is saying, until you're ready, Sister Mercy, yes. Because when we look at Canaan, we only see the milk and the honey. God says, I see the giants. And for giants to fight, you don't only need skill, you need character. Imagine leaving... The wilderness, Israelites, yeah, can't fight, don't suspice. Go to Canaan and the first thing you see is a giant and you call yourself. You left there as a son of God. When you see the giants, you rename yourself and you say, we were like grasshoppers. The giants didn't say you are like grasshoppers. They saw, them, they saw the problem, they saw themselves and says, we are grasshoppers. How can God trust you with a whole land when one or two giants made you stutter? And Joshua said, give me the land. My second name is Joshua. Because this altar where they go, healing. And everything will live wherever this river goes. Next verse. We're almost, almost getting there. Are we learning something? Amen. It shall be that the fishermen will stand from Engeri to Englem. The fishermen there can be everybody that is busy with business, whatever. We'll deal with it when we come back after Easter. There will be places for spreading the nets. The fish will be the same kind as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. So the blessing that God gives you will be of the same quality that God blesses from heaven. There will not be different. So it is not just the quantity, it is the quality. Right? So on some. Next verse. But its swamps and marshes will not be healed, for they will be given over to salt. We'll deal with it. Is that verse 12? Verse 12. Check this. On along the bank of the river... 
on this side that will grow all kinds of trees used for what? For food. That speaks of provision and sustenance, right? Will grow all kinds of food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. They will bear fruit every month because of the water flows from the sanctuary. They will bear fruit every month. Why? Because of the water. Not because they are quality trees, not because they are better trees, because of the water. Right. Now, if the water is the life of God, how many times have you not missed a harvest? It says the fruit will not fail. They, what will it not do? Fail. How many times have we not missed fruitfulness system, Bali? Why do these trees not fail? Not because they're better trees than yours, because of the water. Now we do re-examination and that is, this is what God has been doing for the last three weeks. To re-examine where we are. If something is not there, Father, what am I not allowing? What am I feeding my trees? My seed, how does, what follows it? Is it drain water? Is it my own water? Is it the words I speak? Why am I not seeing fruitfulness when your promise is this river will bring it? Because of the water that flows from the sanctuary, their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine. We'll deal with this when we come back. Right. So the fruit means what? Fruitfulness. The food means um, provision. Supernatural provision and supply. On season. There's nothing that will stop it from coming monthly. Meaning that there will never be a season of lack when the river flows. Even if around you there are marshes and swamps. God says other areas will leave it. Like a reprobate mind. But for you where the river flows... Healing is your portion. Now what is healing? It's restoration. It's not just physical health. Because it's no use, brother, given being the richest man in Renfontein and the sickest man as well. Because all your money will just go and buy respirators, pay for ICU, pay for Kota, pay for Patel, pay for Ishmael, pay Ishmael again, Ishmael again. This is what Ishmael do. Thus says the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let him that have ears hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. So the fruit speaks of what? It speaks of maturity. An immature tree cannot bring forth fruit. So the fruit speaks here of what? Maturity. The ankle level of the river is nice. But it will not give sustenance for the trees. Here, there's no maturity. So on some. Here babies play. I've seen babies stand in ankle level depth of water with chops and go and I'm like <laughs> the 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 chops and the noodles and they hear mommy I'm swimming and the mom's like oh my god oh you swim so much ah okay 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 I'll say you swim of remove those things do you get what I'm saying? But we allow them for their level of understanding, they're swimming. Yeah. You would be foolish to take your child here, at this level, and throw them here. Even if they're the, the most active, athletic child, the experience and maturity level is not good for you. However, Paul said to the Galatians, he was frustrated because Paul, the, the measurement, when they measure, it speaks of consistency. When Paul came to the Galatians, when they got saved and they built a church or they established a church, brother given, when he came back to measure them spiritually, he found them at the same level of ankle depth. That's why he said, 
Guys, I'm still supposed to feed you milk. I'm here to give you solid food, but you're not ready. What does it mean? It means that I measured 1,000 cubits. When I left you, you were here. When I came back, I expected you to be either waist, uh, waist deep or... But you guys are still here. And it frustrated him. Your level that you stagnated frustrates God. Paul said, I'm here to give you solid, but you, you cannot. I have to keep on giving you milk. I've measured 3,000 cubits. When I look back, you're still playing there. And you know what happened after that? Fruits of the flesh started showing. Fruits of the flesh started showing. Cannot play here forever and expect. Because here the insects still play. Here the insects still play. In the river. Go and check. Yeah. There they cannot. And God is like, no, it's fine to be here for a while. But when we measure and we come back and measure you, Sister Geraldine, we expect you to be further than we left you. That's why you cannot get excited to say, I accepted the Lord in the year 2000 and there's no fruit to show. What have you been doing? Where have you been playing? What level are you at? And this is not me. This is what God measures you. Yes. The angel, it, it said that, meaning that there's an expected level. Because it, it doesn't just say he measured. It says he measured exactly 1,000 cubits. Meaning the consistency in measuring is the same as the expectation of growth. When in a year from now, if you guys have not written at least five songs, you are kneeling. Because the more time you spend in the presence of God, the more songs come. How does songs come? Because in the presence of God, the Bible says when, when God hid Moses in the rock, when he passed by, there was worship accompanying the presence of God. For the Lord is good and his mercy is endured. In his presence, worship continuously go. Yes. Even when he was on earth, walking past the rock, there were music accompanying him. In the presence of God, songs come like this. That's why God is pushing you guys. That's why last week I had to be hard on you. Not because I don't like you, but because I saw a bit of on this excited to meet the And God is like, I'm measuring. And if I don't find you there, you're going to be disqualified. Does it make sense? And it's tough because if the measurement of last week felt tough for you guys, imagine how it is for me. Where the Holy Spirit would sometimes come and say, when you would feel revelation coming, Pastor Clayton, and I'm saying that, Father Lord, last week I buried my dad, I'm not well, and the Holy Spirit says, I can give this to someone else. I've come with, come with a package of wisdom that I can only give now because revelation is also time-based. This is now from heaven, it's fresh, and I had to get up, make notes, and come back and speak as I speak. Why? God is not interested in you playing at one level. There's growth expected. And I will shock you now. Um, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Where does the river flow from? From the temple. Is it a psalm? please. It's an 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. Where does the river flow from? Check this. Paul writes and he says, Don't you know that your bodies, the what? Temple of the Holy Spirit. The vision that Ezekiel, remember all the visions and prophecies were a shadow of the real thing. Now Paul came and now Paul and all these writers, actually the New Testament is the manifestation of the prophetic period of the Old Testament, right? So now Paul came with the revelation and says, don't you know your bodies are the temple? Guys, you're supposed to be excited. Come on, begin over Greek. I think it's just over the people terug. Check this. Come here quickly. Ezekiel gets a vision. Guys, check this. Before I take you in, let me show you something. He says, 
he saw water flowing from where? The temple. The temple. Then he said, I will make you experience this water. And I will also show you the benefits of where this water goes. It is not just for you to swim in and experience God. It is for your environment. Because it's no use walking and we see rampant and falling economically. We see elders falling to drugs. We see Tukis falling to whatever it is. Do you get what I'm saying? The water is not just for you to swim in. It is for your environment. Because it says that fishermen that were not swimming with you, they benefited. Businesses are supposed to prosper because of the children of God. The man was not the source of the water. The source was the temple. Guys, when Paul says, don't you know, Geraldine, that your body is the what? The temple. What is a temple? A place of worship. That's supposed to house what? Not religious activity, but the presence of the Holy Spirit. Don't you know? The temple that Ezekiel saw is Yela and Sana. That's why I, I always teach you this, guys, that build your relationship with God so that I'm not the only temple from which water flows. Yes, God placed grace on men and women to lead, but a right man, he will come and say, Greg, don't you know there's some stuff you need to let go? That's why the water stopped flowing. When stuff don't flow in your house, what do you think? There's blockage in the pipes. Empty yourselves. Get empty vessels so that the water can flow, so that the oil can flow. He takes her. Him, her, they all. In the experience that Ezekiel felt, check this. The water was on the outside. It wasn't in Ezekiel. Guys, know the Geraldine, New Testament. Now Paul says, you read the books of the prophet Ezekiel, 47. Yes, I did. Do you know the water that they saw was only externally satisfactory? Because it was a river. Now Paul says, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is where? In you. The water for Ezekiel, as good as it was, brother, given, was outside. He swam in it, walked in it, he smelled it. It was nice, but still it was not in him. Now it comes and says, now that you have accepted Christ, the river is not outside. It is in you. Go back to Ezekiel 1, thank you. 47, verse 1. Ek dank hier het land because you guys don't know who you are in the spirit. Check this. Then he brought me back to where? The door of the what? And there was what? Flowing from under the threshold of the? Towards? For the front of the what? Face. The water was flowing from under the right side of the? Don't you know that you are the temple? Ezekiel was not a temple, he was a prophet having a vision of who we're supposed to be. These guys had temporary experience of the Holy Spirit coming on them. Go and read the Bible. In X, the experience of the Holy Spirit that came on them now came to live in them. Ezekiel was. Yo, Mensa. Ezekiel saw this vision. Make it land. Please say, Yerra, mark my mind. Say, Father, open my mind. 
Ezekiel saw that, and I'm not trying to offend anyone. Please, I want you to get, because if you get this, there's a lot of things that will come right in your life. You'll know how to pray, you'll know who you are, you'll know how to serve God, and you'll have a desire for the Word of God. Amen? Amen. Ezekiel saw visions that I know if I see it. Remember the vision I, I told you guys that I saw about this, this demon that quickly, but it was gone. Ezekiel and Daniel, when they had visions, for days they couldn't do anything. Am I right? Yes. It was so heavy on them. We have temporary experiences. And Daniel and Ezekiel are looking down on us from the portals of eternity and say, as the men it will be We long to have this type of experience where God don't just visit us now and then, but every day the Holy Spirit speaks to us. That's why Jesus says, give us today our daily bread. And we think it's just food. And no, it is a daily revelation of Him. Why? Because I'm the bread of life. He says, don't you know that you are the temple, the Holy Spirit? So this river that flow was not just for them to swim in. It was for the economic, social, economic, and everything else, upliftment of the area they dwelt in. Right? Because it's no use we scream from the tops of the mountains that we are anointed, but we're surrounded by poverty and sickness. Next verse, not Corinthians. John 3, 37 verse 38. John chapter 7, I mean. John chapter 7, verses 37 and 38. On the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, If anyone, what? Let him come to me. And thirst. Who said that? Jesus. Next verse. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his what? Heart. Where's your heart? In the innermost. Out of his heart will flow rivers of what? When you accept Christ, it is not, I'm changing my religion. It is not Echanonivir, um, it is much deeper. It is Father, you are opening the well on the inside of me and it's flowing. Whoever what? Believes. Whoever what? Believes. 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 Whoever believes. That's why Jesus made them pray that help out. No, the disciples said help out what? Unbelief. When you have unbelief, you're blocking the well here and it cannot flow. You have to believe in Christ. Jesus said, this water that you're asking me, remember Jesus and the woman at the well. He says, the water I give. And it didn't make sense because she was at the well. From what brought Jesus? For years, brother Ben, I couldn't know. What from what brought Jesus? And then I got the revelation of Ezekiel 47 and I realized it's dead water. He says, you've got five husbands. There was a thirst in her that couldn't be stilled. He says, I'm not here to judge you. I know why you're doing the things you do because there's a thirst in you. That cannot be stopped by human-made things. No clubbing, no sex, no all these things. There's a thirst in you. Let me quench it. And he spoke life into her. And he spoke into her from your what? Belly. Streams of what? Will what? That's why when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you'll sometimes speak and prophesy into someone's life without the mic, without an audience. It can be in a taxi and someone will WhatsApp you the next day and say, how did you know? I didn't know, but the, the river flowed to every dead area in your life. And healing came. Does it make sense? Let's go to Revelations 22. We're almost done. This is John, John the Revelator. And this John was the one who was captured and his eyes were gouged out. We know this. And he was in exile on the Isle of Patmos in Greece. He was a prisoner because of his faith. Right? This is John. 
So everything what, that was written in Revelations was written by a blind man, naturally blind. Every from the first in Revelations 1 verse 1 to Revelations 20, um, 22 verse something, every word was written by a blind man. It was just visions of the spirit. And for him to have seen these things spiritually, even though naturally was blind, he had to be had access to the river. But check this. So Ezekiel, what did we see? Go back to Ezekiel 1 quickly. Ezekiel 1 says, Then he brought me back to the door of the temple. There was what? Water flowing from under the threshold of the temple. Front of the temple. Temple, temple, temple. Water flowed from where? The temple. Then Corinthians says, Don't you know that you are what? The temple of what the Holy Spirit is where? In you. The water was there? External. It is in you. Jesus comes and says, Out of your bellies, if you believe, streams of loving waters will flow from you. Why you? I'm the temple. Right? On that alles nur said to come to this point. I'm the temple. Go to Revelations. And he, this is the angel, or this is this this is the angelic being, that showed. Check this. An angel showed a blind man. And he showed me a pure river of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from. Don't you know your bodies are what? What is in a temple? Altars. But we know that the temple, when it is the temple, the place, the house of God, God sits in it. What does God sit in? On what does God sit on? Throne. Throne. And he showed me a river flowing from where? Throne. Throne of God. Ezekiel had a partial view of this revelation. He just saw a temple. He did not see in the temple. Jesus brings it closer and says, you are the temple. Paul says, you are the temple. John sees the picture and he says, he showed me a pure river of what? Water of what? Life. Not just water. Water of life because the sea also had water. But until the river of life came, the sea was not healed. So it is not just any flow. The thing of go with the flow. No, this son. I was just going with the flow. No more but anyway, topic for another day. Proceeding from where? Jesus prayed, he said, Father, they are in me, and I am where? In them. Who is Jesus? King of kings. Where does the king sit? On the throne. If you are the temple, then the throne of God is in you because his presence is in you. Now we understand that then when Jesus said it will flow from you, that the throne of God, the very presence of God needs to be in you is the source of this water. Do you want me to confirm that it is exactly what Ezekiel saw? Verse 2. In the middle of its street and on the other side of what? The river was a what tree of life which bore 12 fruits, every tree yielding fruit every? The leaves of the tree were four. That's what Ezekiel saw. I'm done. When we understand who we are, there's some stuff we won't tolerate. Without understanding what you have, it's easy to, 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 to treat it as worthless. I give you this thing and you've never ever you've come from the jungle you've, you don't know what it is to you it will be an object but now that you know what it is you'll treat it better than someone who don't know it's like giving someone a diamond they've never heard of a diamond doesn't see they might play with it because it shines doesn't know the value now that you know the value of what you have 
it will be so difficult for you to give it up easily. Because once we give in to the, to the things of the flesh, we are stopping the river. Our communities need us to walk in this kind of revelation and power. They are tired of kerkenootskapper. Imagine that, Kayla, going to church and coming back depressed is... And this, this is not shade. I'm proud van ons. This is not shade to any church. This is what God wants to see when we worship. Just streams, clear water flowing. And not just in church. Outside. So outreaches must not just be an item on church. So that we feel good about feeling, ooh, once the men are eat. No, 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 no. Because if we go there and we leave them sick, then there was no river. Because what brings the change ultimately is the river. Because it says, wherever the, word, the leaves of the tree were for healing of the nations. It's not for decorations. It is for healing, restoration. As your eight skeptic broken us, that's what you said, don't mind my broken English. The river will fix it. This river is not the river on Amzansi magic. Na? If the river, if, if your eight is broken, what did you say? Nee, sê hard nou. No, no, no. What did you say? Dive in. You, 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 Alma. Friday era, and I've been saying for three weeks, to have a desire to grow. Some are already swimming. Some are learning to swim. Because once you swim, you are carried by the Holy Spirit. It's a level where your experience doesn't help you. You are carried here. Here, I can still, I can still do things my way. That's why when people that are massively talented but with stinking attitudes, they are here. Because there's no way you can tell me you are so immersed in the Holy Spirit and it's so easy for you to be rude. You are here. Paul came and he said, like Jesus himself came and said, how long should I be with you? Jesus, when he met them, come, follow me, pick up your cross and follow me. That was ankle depth, or not even, they were on the bank. And then he started taking them through. When they met the storm, check this, Jesus expected them to act differently to when they were here. When the storm came, they were exposed, you know, to what the level of spiritual maturity really was. Every storm will show us who you are. Jesus asked them, how long should I be with you? I thought you were here. And it's only in Acts, when the Holy Spirit came on them, that Peter could take leadership boldly. Till then he was tatazeling here between levels. And you know, even at this level, they were healing people. So don't be mistaken, don't be confused or deceived by people's gift. They were still here healing people. Driving out demons. So sometimes we see people walking in gifts and we think, good demand. No, no, no. Show me your character. Stephen, a deacon. A title that we sometimes treat with disrespect. We treat them as just ushers. So full of the Holy Spirit that when they stoned him, the rubber responded and says, I see the Son of God high and lifted up. We don't hear him healing people and having the great, but here he exposed the level of maturity he walked in. Because demons at the lowest level of the Holy Spirit, it's still more powerful than all of y'all. That's why you can be here and drive out demons. 
Because the, 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 the power of the Holy Spirit here is as strong as it is here. But what depth are you in? That's why God will sometimes stretch you. You don't understand why you're going through what you're going. Father, if, why did you give me this job? Why does it seem like it struggles? He's measuring you. Because he cannot make you swim here. Stretching your character, Sister Betty, is measuring you a thousand. And you're wondering, Father, why? You're like, Betty, trust me. Let's go deeper. Because the deeper you go, the opposition you face here, it's much lower and weaker than the ones you will face here. He's sharpening your hands. He's not leaving you to be killed. He's leaving you to learn how to fight. The Bible says that God brought enemies to the Israelites to teach them how to fight. Because here you're facing the Amalekites, which are busy with witchcraft. For that we can deal with it spiritually. You'll come and face Philistines that will eat your children for breakfast, literally. You're going to face nations. If this, these ones, these pop ones upset you, you're going to face ones here. That will cut off your father's head and say, drink the blood. Yeah, go and read. When, when, when Goliath stood in front, they said he was a champion. Meaning that he was used to beating giants. So when he came to David, he was so tall. The Bible says King Saul was the tallest man in Israel. He was scared. He came and he taunted them. But because David was swimming with God in the private because David had the oil of the Holy Spirit. It says, who are you uncircumcised Philistine? Because yes. he knew the depths he walked in. It is when the enemy starts shouting or whispering things over your family. How you respond will show who you are. Doesn't mean when you lose someone, you cry, you are weak. No, we go through stuff. God is saying, I, I cannot trust you with revelation in depth that is for people that is supposed to be here. He says, stop playing. But if you choose to stay here, I will not force you in because you'll drown. But he's, he's beseeching you. Go deeper. Because here it's still easy to get out. There you have to literally swim back. Here, our backsliding is like this. That's why you'll see people speaking in tongues, January, December, senior man, um, posting. Yeah. But do you get what I'm saying? And I'm not judging. I'm not, there, there's no way. There's no way you can swim at this level. And the very next day, be back in the world. Even here, if you want to go back, the waves won't allow you. His grace holds you. Even when you cry and you go through troubles here, Sister Betty. His grace holds you. His grace holds you. So I will charge you. I'm not going to ask anyone to stand. I'm charging you. Seek the face of God. Stop playing church. Stop playing church. There were 12 that were called to lead the church. But under, all 120 of them, Sister um, and Janet, received the same measure of the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts. Go and read. So we might all not be, when the Holy Spirit comes, it doesn't mean now you must be ordained as a pastor or whatever. No, don't make that mistake. You two times ordained. No, no, no. Sit. Sit. No, I'm serious. Sit. Don't get angry. Sit. Learn. Grow. Grow. Because once the Holy Spirit comes, it's so easy. So easy. It is God's desire for all His children to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. Get in. Get in. Get oil. Get vessels. Get in. Get in. Because why? In the middle of the street. No, previous verse, quickly. Verse 1 of, yeah. 
This is a sign of good amen, Sene. And he showed me a pure river of water of life flowing from the throne of God and Vela. This is your portion. You can call people out, lay hands on them, unless you make a decision to get in. Does it make sense? Getting into the river. It's not an altar call thing. It's a decision thing. It's a decision thing. And once we teach the body of Christ these things, we will not make them feel guilty for not showing up for prayer meetings. You won't even, you, you, you'll WhatsApp me on a Wednesday morning, Pastor, you didn't announce that we are praying on Wednesday. Are we praying today? That is the people because you cannot stop this flow. It's, it's too much. And that's why when, when the worship team have this, when you worship God on a Sunday, there's people that think that, oh, after service, pastor's going to call out for the sick people and then you get healing there. Because the healing, the, will, the leaves were for what? Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. I'm done. The law you justify your son, the more power you give to it legally to ride you. A temple was immediately changed from a place of religious activity to a place of supernatural visitation. Why? Because God found it pleasing. But because Ishmael comes from you, and I've blessed you and said, whoever comes from your loins will be blessed. I will bless him. But according to my plan and purpose, this is your begotten. It did not make it the house of God because they built it and said, this is the house of God until God showed up. If this clip or snippet has excited you, then yes, there's a place where you can get more of these teachings, vibrant worship, and a company of believers that is after the heart and the mind of God and just fellowshipping together. You can get us at 53A Main Reef Road, Randfontein. Our Sunday services starts at 10 a.m. every Sunday. And we're just going there to seek the face of God, to love one another, and to just grow together. Ian Elsie, Randfontein. In all you're getting, get understanding.